Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back. You know, many prophets have been to heaven and hell and have come back to share with us that experience. One such person is Donna Rigney. She was recently on a program called Something More, and she shares her experiences in heaven. I think you'll find this very inspiring. And so now here's Donna Rigney. Hello, I'm Ryan Bress. Welcome to Something More. I'm here with Donna Rigney, and Donna has been to heaven, yes, heaven, and hell. She has had extraordinary experiences in the supernatural, visiting heaven and hell. But today, we're going to talk about heaven and uh, all the wonderful things that you saw. What is the thing that impressed you most, Donna, when you first had your encounter in heaven? The first thing that um, really impacted me the most was the love of God that just Mm. poured out of everything. When I first got to heaven, I I rode there on on a beautiful white eagle, which represented the Holy Spirit. And I got off the eagle and got down, and there were two steps leading up into the entrance of heaven, and they were gold. And I just felt so drawn to feel what that those steps felt like. So I leaned down, knelt on my knees, and put my cheek against the step. And when I did, this love, this Mm. incredible love poured out of the step into my being. Mm. And that's what I noticed the most about heaven was that whether they were inanimate objects, animate objects, everything in heaven, love poured out of it. If you touched grass. It's almost like the very atmosphere, everything's love pouring out because God is love, right? right? Totally. And that's what you were experiencing there. Totally. You even had a lot of interaction uh, with creatures and, and noticing how much they, like, love God themselves. Tell, talk about that. All right. Well, one day uh, the Lord brought me. This was a different day. And uh, he said, I got to show you something. And he was, he was kind of in a hurry to get there. And so I followed him. And all of a sudden he just, we went over this hill and whatnot down to this lake. And, and he walked into what's called the Sea of Love. And he walked into this sea, and when he did, the fish started jumping up in the air and all swimming over to him quickly, quickly. And like, it would look like a little dog greeting its master when its master comes home. Yeah. So happy, so happy. But it was the fish doing it. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of fish all swimming over to Jesus, coming over to him and pushing up against him. And, and he was petting them. and They were just loving him. And he told me, he said, this is the place I come to for solace and comfort when nobody spends any time with me. He said, I, I so desire to be loved. And he is so full of love that he needs our love back. Mm. 
And when nobody spends any time with him, when we neglect him here on the earth, he said, this is the place I go to, to receive love. And I receive that love. It's my father's love that's in his creatures mm. and in his creation that pours out of them into me. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you can kind of sense that even here on earth with, uh, I mean, I have a dog and I have a cat. And, you know, try, not trying to overdo this, but, you know, you can, you can sense that they, God created them to, to love us and for us to love them back. Yes. He had told me that, that there are some things here on this earth that are sus, sus, especially susceptible to his love. Wow. And that some of those things are dogs and cats. Wow. Creatures, children. Yeah. You know, there's different things, smells, music, different yeah. things that allow his love to pour through them to us. So when you first went to heaven, your first experience, you really uh, experienced the atmosphere of love, the love of the Father, the love of God. Talk more about that. It, it, it was incredible. Because there's that, a lot of people down, I'm sorry, there's a lot of people out there, they don't know about God's love. They, they, they see in the Bible, I'm talking about Christians, yes. that God is love. But they don't receive that love. Yes. And, ha and, and heaven's atmosphere is filled with love. How come we don't have more of that in our lives, that love that you experience in heaven? Well, what the Lord spoke to me about that one day was that um, there's so much love in heaven because sin, there's no sin mm, there. That's good. And sin has not corrupted that's good. heaven. Yeah. And that's why God made heaven and he made everything there. God is love. So his essence, his love is in everything there. Mm. He made the earth to be the same way. That's right. But because of sin, right. it, it pollutes it mm. and the love isn't pure. Mm. And, and God does want us to encounter his love if we spend time with him, if we get apart with him and we hunger for his, his love and have faith that he will pour his love out on us. That's the key. That's good. Faith. And let's be honest, where there's sin in my life, somebody else's life, there's an absence of love. Right. Because, you know, we're loving, you know, the love of God. Right. And, and so that's very, very interesting. Now, there's a lot of people that are watching, Donna, that have lost children. Uh, maybe uh, through a death, an early death, or uh, as they were infants, or uh, maybe they had an abortion and then they got born again. Talk about the children in heaven. That this is probably one of my other favorite places. I have a lot of favorite places in heaven. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but this one, oh, uh, when I first got to heaven, uh, I saw this beautiful hillside, and this, it's just, it just was magnificent, and there were all children playing there. And there was a, a lake. The children were running down the hillside, running into the lake, swimming. And the angels had fluffy towels and wrapped them around the children and drying the children. And, and the children were playing all different kinds of games. Mm -hmm. It was just wonderful. And what God showed me is that no matter what caused the child's death, any child that dies, he brings them there to heaven to grow up. Wow. That wow. our, our, to him and to us, too, our childhood is really significant in our lives. It really defines who we are. Yeah. And he does not want anybody to lose that. Right. And right. so these little babies that are aborted or these children that die from sickness or whatever happens to them through accidents, they're brought to heaven to grow up. Wow. They have their childhood in heaven. Wow. Of the most perfect childhood. One day I was there and Jesus greeted the children and, he, and there was a, an apple tree in the distance and the children wanted him to go pick apples with them. So off Jesus went, <laughs> climbed the tree, up into the tree with the children and 
picking apples, eating apples, wow. and in all the children were all around Jesus, uh, talking to him, and each one, he made each one feel special. Wow. Not one child felt left out. Wow. They are, the children that are in heaven are growing up in the most beautiful, loving, mm. perfect atmosphere. There's no competition. There's wow. no jealousy. There's no fighting, no bickering. It's Love. 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 Abundant love. Abundant love. I love that. And if you're, if you're watching and you had an abortion uh, at one point in your life or a miscarriage or your child died in a car accident or a crib death, you need to understand that as Donna has taught, your, there's going to be a family reunion coming and you will see your son or your daughter again. So have hope and encouragement that that is going to happen. And when we come back, Donna has a very unique uh, understanding revelation of, the, of heaven's reward system. Uh, you're not going to want to miss this. It's pretty intense. We'll be right back. Are you interested in scary places? Well, I found a great podcast called Your Haunted Holiday. Each week, sisters Lisa and Lindsay will take you to some of the most haunted places in the world. Their incredible research into how these places became haunted is complemented by their insight into the ghostly activities that are present. They give you information on ghost tours, prices, and much more. That's Your Haunted Holiday. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com or just listen to wherever great podcasts are found. something more. I'm here with Donna Rigney and we're talking about heaven. What greater thing could you talk about on this program? And when we uh, were in the last segment, I told you we're going to talk about rewards. But before we get to that, Donna during their break said, I got to tell the people at home about children that have been aborted. Go ahead. What, what it was, that was powerful. Uh, what the Lord taught me about the children that have been aborted and are living in heaven uh, that they have been given an understanding of what caused their parents to abort them, whether it was through ignorance or whatever happened. And the children have no um, animosity, no anger, no resentment towards their parents. They love their parents. Mm. They're praying for their parents. Powerful. And what the Lord showed me was that their prayers are enormously effective for their parents, that many of the pa of parents that had abortions, that their prayers of these little babies once they got to heaven and these children have been effective, so effective that their parents have gotten saved as a result of the prayers of these children. And I feel that. That is touching. That is touching. God, God really does work all things together for good to them that love him. And so be encouraged if that has happened to you in your life. And, and Donna, the Bible talks about that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And the Bible's clear about the reward system of heaven. And what did you see? It's, it's intense. <laughs> mm. oh, all of heaven is a reward. All of I've heaven. I've never heard anybody say that before. That's the truth. <laughs> Everything, just getting there is a great reward. <laughs> it's, it's so magnificent. It's so wonderful. The love of God, mm. being with Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit. That's an incredible reward. But there's so much more besides that. Uh, just the, the beautiful gardens that you, you can go and explore. There's, you can go swimming. You can swim underwater with the fish and, and breathe underwater. It's just such a wonderful, magnificent place. There's 
inc everything that you do is like a reward. So I, I, I've never heard that before. So uh, not only do we have individual rewards, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but heaven itself is a reward for living a holy life here and giving ourselves to Yeshua yes. on this earth. I love yes. it. I've never heard that before. Now, now you saw uh, something very specific about how you were rewarded for loving. Talk about that. Okay. Well, one day I was in an encounter, a spiritual encounter with the Lord. And I looked down and I saw myself in this beautiful dress. It was a white dress and had diamonds. It was completely covered in diamonds. And I had a, a, a ruby necklace mm. on. And the Lord showed me, he said, this is a sign of your rewards for all the good deeds you do on the earth. Anything you do for love of me. Wow. Because I've asked you to do it. Wow. You get a, a reward in heaven. And the diamonds all represented specific re good deeds I had done, that these were a sign of those rewards. The biggest diamonds and the most significant places on the dress, he said, were for when I prayed for my enemies, mm. or I did something nice for someone that had hurt or wounded me. That, that. is good. Big reward for that. <laughs> I love that. That's not always easy, but rewarded in heaven for our loving uh, those who hurt us or yes. persecute us. Now, we, we hear a lot as Christians, and, and when I was younger, we used to sing a lot of, more about it, is our, our mansion in heaven. <laughs> talk, talk about, do we each have our own? Do I have to share it with somebody else? Yeah. Uh, what, what's the scoop with the mansion? Well, oh, this is wonderful. We, we do have our own mansions. Yeah. And the Lord brought me one day and showed me my mansion. Oh, that, <laughs> it's I'm really jealous. sharp. Yeah, I bet, I bet. <laughs> and uh, as I ran through it and saw all the rooms, I could see things in this mansion that I wanted that nobody else kind of knew. Like I love gold and gold fixtures. Right. And there were gold fixtures in this and the, the paintings on the wall. And, and I like bling. So there were a lot of <laughs> chandeliers <laughs> that somebody else might not like bling. Right, right. But I loved it. And it was right. in, the, in my house in heaven. And there was also a swimming pool, an indoor swimming pool wow. in one of the rooms. Wow. It was beyond what you could imagine. This beautiful, beautiful mansion. Now, I, I've heard that the mansions in heaven are a lot about the desire of our own heart is made manifest in heaven. Is that what you... Yes. I mean, you talk yes. about the things that you like, yes. but it's for individuals too, though, right? Yes. Yes. And, and, and let me tell you this that happened. Uh, one day, um, I was walking in, a, in the spirit in heaven with Jesus down the side of the ocean, and I saw this big mansion in front of us. Well, it was my mansion that I had seen before, but angels were on the roof, and these angels were working, building the roof. And one of the angels yelled down to me, send me more materials. <laughs> <laughs> and they were making, putting gold tiles on the roof, and they wow. were running out of the gold tiles. Wow. So I knew what God was showing me was that he needed me to pray a little bit more for the nation. He needed me to do some things he was asking me to do. And wow. as I did those things, that was going to send material for my mansion mm. in heaven. So that applies to all of us. Right. So as we do wonderful things for God, whatever, he says, if you give a cup of water to somebody in my name because they're my disciple, you'll be rewarded. You won't lose your reward. So what we, when we do wonderful things for people here on this earth or little things, that sends material to heaven to build our mansions. So you'll get a bigger mansion the more you obey God and love him and serve him. I don't think we realize sometimes how significant our life on earth is and how it's affecting our eternal home. Exactly. And another day, this is another encounter about the mansion. Uh, I was 
just instantly in the spirit. And I came before the father and an angel was visiting the father, talking to the father. And this angel said, father, now this was after the encounter with, I need more materials. And so I did a lot more stuff. I did a lot more praying and whatnot. (laughs) And so this angel said, father, we've got so much material. We're putting on an addition to the house, but it's just keeping us so busy. Can we send some of these rewards back down to earth to her? And father I said, like that. Sure, <laughs> sure. And I knew yeah. this was the father's idea, yeah. wow. but the angel was saying it. it wow. I was letting the angel think it was his idea. And wow. so the blessings, the things that we do is we do good things for God. And just because we love God, we do whatever we do. It brings rewards to heaven, but some of those rewards can come to, to us. That is so earth. good. Now, when we do things for the Lord, we, we want to learn to not do things out of duty because I have to or... Or, or, or the, my father in heaven's going to uh, beat me or hurt me. He, you know, he's always mad at me. We do things for God out of love because we love him. Our hearts are just so engaging with God. And then that translates into what we're going to experience in heaven one day. One of the things that Donna loves to teach and talk about is how to hear the voice of God. And she hears the voice of God very clearly. And there's many that are watching. You want to hear the voice of God clear. You want to understand it better. And And when we come back, I'm going to have Donna talk about how you can learn to hear the voice of God in a clearer way. We'll be right back. Hello again. This is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast. And now you can find us on YouTube. Welcome back to Something More. I'm here with Donna Rigney. And Donna, one of the things that people... uh, really desire to know more about. I know as a pastor, I hear this all the time in my own church, uh, is how to hear the voice of God clearer. You know, is that, is that God? Is it me? Is it the enemy? And uh, you used to literally beg God to speak to you. And how come I'm not hearing you? So what was your journey learning to hear the voice of God? Uh, well, when I first got saved, I uh, was in a charismatic church. And uh, the people would all say, I, God told me this, God told me that. And I was like, God never tells me anything. <laughs> so I became desperate to hear him speak. Yeah. And so every day I would sit alone with him and I would just beg him, I want to hear you, I want to hear you, I want to hear you. And God, he, you know, if we're hungry to hear his voice, mm. he's going to let us hear his voice right, because right. he wants to talk to us. Right. He wants us to hear his right, voice. Right. He just needs us to be hungry for it. Amen. You know, he's yeah. not going to cast his pearls before swine. Yeah. And that's a pearl. Yeah. And so we, we just need to be hungry. So we go to God hungry, which is what I did. Yeah. That's where you start. The Started hungry. hungry. Yeah. And then I began praying and asking. And then I positioned myself to hear him. I believed he would let me hear him. Right. I believed that I was no different Faith. than all these other people. Yeah. Right. We, you receive what you believe. Right. And so I, I sat and would listen and listen. And then eventually I got to learn that he was talking to me, yeah. but that I just didn't recognize his voice. Yeah. And so one day I was reading uh, a, the scripture about when Jesus was walking on the road of Emmaus. 
Right. And he met the two the disciples. As they were walking along, they invited him to stay for dinner. And when he did, in the breaking of the bread, yes. they recognized yep. him. But then afterwards they said, weren't our hearts burning within us yeah. when we spoke with him on the road? Yeah. And that was how God taught me. Mm. When, he, when I speak to you, your heart is going to burn within you. Wow. You are going to feel in here. So when I would be reading scripture, maybe a sentence would just jump out at me and my heart would burn with me. That's the Lord over speaking. That, he was his speaking. Wow. So it's, it's not, I think sometimes, Donna, people expect it to be this booming Charlton Heston voice in our ear. Right. And that's really not the way it is. And that's it's what I. It's a small voice. Right. That's, that's what, what I thought. That's what you thought at first. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not hearing this. Yeah. But, but how did you learn to discern that fiery uh, uh, voice of God within? Well, it, what happens is, is when the, that fire comes or that, that warmth, it's love. Mm, okay. And this is what the Lord told me. He said, the enemy cannot duplicate love. He, he can't counterfeit it. Right. That's okay. good. Yeah. So when you feel love, that's me. Wow, that's good. Okay, so, so you don't have to doubt. I'm feeling this incredible love. I'm watching television. All of a sudden, something this person said just jumped out at me, and I felt like God was saying that to me. Mm. My heart burned with love. Wow. Love came here. That's God telling you something. Wow. It might be, I love you so much. Mm. You're, you're so faithful to me, and I yeah. love you. Yeah. It might be something like that. It might be, sell your house. This is the time to sell your house. Wow. You might hear that, and it burns within. You know, oh, God just spoke to me. That's good. And then he always confirms his word to me. I will get along with them. I'll sit down with my scriptures. And as I'm reading, there'll be a confirmation of what I just heard. Wow. Now, I know you really have developed a strong, intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. And you're doing your best to hold yourself together on this program. <laughs> um, so uh, how, how do we develop a deeper walk with the Holy Spirit? It, it's a priority. Mm. It's discipline. What you need to do is what I did was every single day I made sure that I had time alone with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. No matter what was going on. We raised 23 children. We, 23. And, yes. And we, we even had an elderly couple come and live with us for seven years. Wow. Took care of them. So our house was a, a busy, lot of distractions. A busy place. <laughs> busy place. But in spite of the busyness, I always made sure every morning I had time alone with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, this, and that... I think, was the avenue through which all these revelations eventually came about heaven and hell. But I had to build that foundation of intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit every day, discipline myself, put aside everything else, make my doctor's appointments in the afternoon, alone with the Holy Spirit every day, listening to worship music, reading my scriptures, and I had put a, I got a journal and I would journal. I don't know if you caught that. She said, I believe the avenue for my encounters in heaven and hell began with my intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm convinced that uh, if you tell the Lord you're too busy to spend time with him, he finds ways to make you unbusy. So I, I don't I don't like to tell the Lord I'm too busy. And I really love your heart. I can feel it as you're talking about how we need to develop a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now, how do people keep their minds from wandering? All right. This, this is the key that I learned. Yeah. Uh, years ago, it was uh, maybe in the end of the 1990s, um, I was cleaning the house, and all of a sudden, I heard God speak to me, clear as anything. Mm. And I just really read a He was talking 
you know, in sentences. Wow. So I grabbed a pad and paper yeah. and I knelt down on the floor and just started writing wow. what he was saying to me. Wow. And what he was telling me about was this attack that was coming against our nation. And what wow. he was describing, I knew years later, yeah. was September 11th, wow. 2001. He was wow. describing in detail and why it was happening, yeah. telling me all about it. Yeah. And, and so after that happened that day, I uh, realized how I was able to hear God for a length of time without my mind wandering while I was writing. So I sat, from that point on, I would sit with a pad and pen with my Bible and I would listen, and the first like couple that. of words I heard, I'd start writing them. And as I would write, it would keep my mind focused and from being distracted. To me, that's the biggest uh, thing that we have to that opposes us when we're hearing from God. I, I love that. Your in, mind goes every which way. In fact, whatever the Lord is speaking to you right now, share with the audience. We just got about 15 seconds left. Go All ahead. All right. Lord God, I pray that every single one that's listening to this show and those they love too will have encounters with you will have their ears open to hear what the Spirit would say to them, and that they would not just hear what the Holy Spirit says to them, but they would do whatever it is He's telling them to do. And I pray that they know of an assurance and that the Word is confirmed that they've heard from you, Lord. Amen. I want you to receive that in Jesus' name. And thank you for joining us on Something More. Are you looking for a good quality used car, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast.